Good morning, everybody. And it's a beautiful, gorgeous day out there. Get out there, take 10 deep breaths of fresh air. That is great air. It's made especially for our lungs and especially for all the creations in this world by the Creator, the most powerful, benevolent Creator that we have, and He loves us. And that air is going to keep us alive. It's going to oxygenate our blood for sure also. It's going to bring up our spirits. So let's take advantage of it. Let's know what we got. So get out there and get out there and enjoy it. And it'll start us on a right foot today. So we are living with Yosef Atzatik and his brothers. And there's no better, pl- better place to be living. And the, the, as, as you know, the, it's an intricate story. And um, we have to know who we, before we can even look at it, we have to know who we're talking about. We're talking about the holiest men that ever lived. So be very careful uh, how you read these uh, these parashiyot. You have to see what the Chachamim say about it. For example, people think, uh, well, the brothers were jealous. <sighs> All caused by jealousy. You know, it says, the Pasuk says, that the brothers <coughs> were jealous of Yosef. That he was being favored by the father. And he had called all kinds of dreams of grandeur. So they were jealous. No, but the way to read the Pasuk is, That's Hashem talking. Hashem is looking into the interiority of the brothers. The brothers would never have admitted to any kind of jealousy. They were beyond that, they felt. And they had a, well, they were justified in, in feeling the way they felt and trying to get rid of Joseph because they felt Joseph was pursuing them to, to get rid of them to, uh, to take over the family. So they had all kinds of justification in their minds, in their minds. And in fact, the, the rabbis tell us that they had a, they had a, they, they convened a court, a court along with God himself that was on the court to get, to, 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 to judge Joseph <laughs> for trying to kill the brothers, and therefore they decided to throw him in the pit. Now, now we have to know that all of this was planned, of course. Planned to, to Joseph, to plan to go into the pit, to go down to Egypt, to, to, uh, to bring the brothers down to Egypt, bring the family down to Egypt, so we can go down to Egypt and see the ten plagues and bring up our emunah bitachon in order to prepare us at the highest level to gain the Torah and Har Sinai. So, right now, we are seeing that, that Yosef HaTzadik finally uh, go, brings the brothers together and tells them the famous words, Ani Yosef, I am Joseph. 22 years they haven't seen him. 22 years I am Joseph. Is my father still alive? And they fell on the floor. They fainted on the floor. They were trembling. They were scared stiff. They thought they didn't know what to think. They said we were wrong our whole lives. We were wrong. We built up an edifice in our minds that, that Joseph tried to kill us and we did the right thing and everything like that. And they, 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 they felt justified. Every single Yom Kippur, they looked in the mirror. They made Teshuvah. And they never made Teshuvah for selling Joseph because they said we, were, we, we did the right thing. They never made Teshuvah for that because they felt a thousand percent they did the right thing because Joseph was pursuing them to kill them. So, but now they see when Joseph says, I am Joseph, and he's the king, he's the viceroy of Egypt, and he's got all the power and everything, they say, oh, all of their, all of their edifices, all of their con- contrivances, all of their thoughts process, all of the, the, the excuses were wrong, all crumbled, everything crumbled to the floor. That's why they couldn't stand up. They couldn't answer him. They fell down in f- 
terror, in, in terror, in terror. But the idea really is all this stuff is all true. But it's a musar to us that one day the Gemara tells us that when we go upstairs after 120 years, we're going to, you know, we think, we think hey, you know, I did this, I, I was justified doing this, I was justified doing that, I was very tired in the morning, I couldn't go, to, I couldn't go learn Torah, I was tired, I was this. All kinds of, of, of excuses, that's all they are, but justifications, and you think you're right, but when you go upstairs, there's going to be a day, a very, very terrifying day. Hashem is going to pull, pull the curtains on to the side, Hashem is up there. And he's going to greet us. And he's going to pull apart the curtains. And he's going to open the curtains. And he's going to say, I am God. I am Hashem. And you're going to be, we're going to be trembling and falling. And all of our excuses are going to fall away. And we're going to, and, and that's what's going to happen on that way. This whole scenario of Yosef revealing himself to the brothers is a bigger scenario. It's a scenario is at the end of our lifetimes that Hashem is going to reveal himself to us. And what are we going to say? They couldn't, they were dumbfounded. They could not answer a word. And my friends, how much more dumbfounded are we going to be? How much more? So let's prepare now when we can still talk, when we can still make Teshubah, you can still learn Torah, you can still do Siddhaqah, you can still make Chesed, you can still tell your brothers and your wives and your, and, your, and, your, and your children how much you love them. You can still do it now when you're alive. You, when, after a long life, you can't do it anymore. It's over. And then you say, They couldn't. They could not answer Yosef. And we're not going to be answer Hashem in the next world. The only time you can answer Hashem is right here in this world. He's, looking, he's waiting for us to answer Him and to hug us and to give us encouragement that is the best time, my friends. Let's get out there. Take advantage of, advantage of it now while we're all alive. Have a great day. Bye.